Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. Today we have a more serious topic to talk about, and it's on room safety. Yes, so to start off... Game safety, room escape room safety. Uh, So to start off, I'm Manda. I'm Errol. I'm Ruby. I'm Mike. And the interesting thing is that because we are recording this the day before we are going to release it, we are doing this with no edits. Yes. It'll be a short podcast. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's going to be no edits. And so people are going to hear what happens live. Well, not really live, but we won't be putting live any. We're not going to get rid of any ums. We're not going to get rid of any clicks and any mistakes that I may make. Wow. <laughs> to all of us will make. Probably. <laughs> this is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's going to be more like awkward pauses than you're used to. Probably. What are you talking about? There won't be any awkward pauses. Oh, there's tons of awkward uh, pauses. No, 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 what no, no, I know. Well, not not on my part. I think it's more, you know, when nobody knows what to say when I say something. Yeah, and then yeah. wait, and then you just hear a sigh, and then I usually cut all those out. Anyway, w- before we go yeah. too crazy, we right. should, you know, tone it down a bit. Yes. Because we want to talk about a tragedy tragedy that happened. And the reason that we're doing this topic is if you are an escape room enthusiast, you have likely heard of the incident on January 4th, 2019 of of this year, just last week, as of the recording of this podcast, in which there was a fire or an explosion in an escape room in Poland and five teenage girls died. And since that incident happened, it's... A horrible thing to happen first of all everybody was devastated to hear it uh, and since it's kind of caused this wave of of um, awareness of of safety in escape rooms and uh, we're I'm largely going to be getting my information from room escape artists article if you haven't seen it yet you can go mm-hmm. to roomescapeartist.com he covers a lot of the bullet points of it so I guess I'll start with just and the great thing is sorry for interrupting yeah. you but he also was tracking it. So he got in contact with any Poland contacts, Polish contacts that he had. Mm-hmm. He went around and followed other news sources and updated his article to give the facts and to give it as close a representation of what truly happened. Because there were a lot of rumors that were going around. Yeah, there were tons. Like, yeah. first you just heard about it. He was the one of the people that, yeah, ended up chasing the sources to find out what actually happened. So before we get into anything else, um, I'm just going to run down the bullet points, which is directly from David's article about what actually happened. So uh, there was a fire and an explosion in an escape room in Kozlin, Poland. Uh, It's been confirmed that the name of the escape room is, oh, I don't know if I can pronounce it, but... uh, It's Polish. uh, Yeah, Tony uh, Pokosz, I think it's, it's pronounced. I don't know. But five, there were five 15-year-old girls who were there for a birthday party. They were killed from smoke inhalation while, while celebrating, while doing the room, uh, because they did not have an exit. They were actually locked in the room. There were no alternate exits, and there was no emergency key. And the game master, who is uh, 26 years old, was seriously injured and could not help them. The fire broke. The reason the fire broke out was because of an unsealed gas cylinder. And as I said, there was no emergency exit. So as a result of that, the Polish authorities 
um, instructed the chief commander of State Fire Brigade, the State Fire Brigade, to conduct inspections of all of the escape from facilities in Poland, of which I think there are over a thousand. And this has happened in like the last week. So there's been massive, massive inspections now. Uh, to date, 13 escape rooms have been closed. That's at least as of two or three days ago. That's the last article that I could find is that 13 escape rooms have been confirmed as being shut down. Uh, as a result of the, the, there's no guarantee that these inspections are even as well. They're kind of uneven. They, there's a chance that inspectors were going in and shutting down actually fairly safe companies while other inspectors were, uh, were not shutting down companies that should have been shut down. And I think that, you know, that's probably because of the haste in which all of this had to be done. So many companies in Poland now are experiencing cancellations or calls uh, from their customers asking questions about the safety of the actual escape room. And uh, and I mean, it's been everywhere. Like I started having my friends ask me about it's it. On it's on international news. It's in on yeah. the international yeah. news. It's It's been plastered everywhere. We're so. in Canada, in Toronto specifically, and we've yeah. been seeing it in our news. Yep. yep. And it's we've on been CNN and everything. Yeah, and we've been seeing other escape room owners in our area giving interviews on, well, that they are safe here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in the day, this could have been us. This sadly. could have been us back in the back day. In That's the, day. the thing. Like we, we were handcuffed. We were locked in <laughs> twice, yeah. three times. Couldn't get out. Yeah. There were all sorts of things that could have gone wrong but that's the thing is that that's that's people that seems to be people's current understanding of what anyone who hasn't done an escape room before that's their understanding of is that you're locked in a room and that Mm you have no way out until you solve puzzles and i think my client who's a little more outspoken than most people just like flat out said to me it sounds really murdery why would i want to do that and and (laughs) i mean i could i could try and explain till the cows came home like you know no 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 there's always an exit but like Errol said here in Canada uh, the fire codes are are much stricter now nowadays unlike maybe even three years ago when yeah we were getting handcuffed everything but in Poland I know that things are a lot more lax and even when I was at up the game uh, there was a a seminar on escape room safety and it was never more apparent to me how different the safety standards were in say like eastern europe than it is say here that's not to say that it's that they're all bad it's just you know you can get away with a lot more in different parts of the world sorry mike you were going to say something earlier i kind of interrupted you Oh, no, I was just about to say, uh, yeah, it's definitely a black mark on the industry. And uh, as Errol was saying, yeah, three years ago, we may have seen stuff like that in the GTA. But I remember there was a big movement about two and a half, two to two and a half years ago, where all of a sudden the fire inspectors are going to check out all the companies. I remember talking to owners at that time where uh, they're saying, yeah, now we're no longer locking doors mm-hmm. like the door that they enter from there's no more handcuffs mm-hmm. and uh you know they, they'd even be checking things like the tech in the background to make sure that it, it's up to code because otherwise electrical fires right yeah and a lot of the facilities like the owners have or game masters have told us that 
each of their rooms when they built it have to have an emergency exit on their own. They have to have their own um, alarm, uh, fire alarm systems. So each one individually had to be safe in, in its own space. So not just as facility wide, you have to be able to, you know, have however many fire uh, smoke detectors and whatnot. But yeah, each room I've been told had to have their own because in case something happened within the game itself. Yeah, exactly. And isn't there some type of rule where every room has to be like four feet from an exit or something like that? I don't know. There's like every room should have a door that's four feet from a main hallway so that people can exit clearly. I thought I remember escape in Canada. Yeah, an escape room, but just in in general. So, you know, you can't have like a room embedded way in the back, even if you all the doors are open because you have to. I mean, I'm making things. I'm not making things up. I remember people telling like owners telling us that they had to make sure that you can easily have easy access to a hallway Mm-hmm. from every room within your escape room if you have multiple rooms well there's always commercial um building code that's applied right that's different from residential but even within residential there's in, on every floor you have to be able to have at least one exit and that's talking about homes and dwellings where you're you're expected to have what six seven people max so for facilities where it's commercial the rules are a lot tighter and dependent on the on the type of facility you have, um, the fire inspectors that come in will give you different different uh, regulations that you have to meet because it's different standards depending on what type of customers or people that come in and how many and how often. And just to give, I guess, some perspective on how things have changed, I remember, again, doing a room in year one, and it was sort of a jail kind of facility where there's this long crawl space to, uh, I guess, simulate that you're tunneling out of uh, prison and getting to another cell or something. And there's this long crawl space that was basically supported by, I guess you could say it was like a wooden frame. And we went back to go do that room again with another group, and they had changed it instead of a crawl space to this hallway mm. uh, type mm. uh, thing. So, yeah, uh, because of those uh, changes in the in the safety regulations, they a lot of the owners had to redesign their rooms or rebuild their rooms to make sure that they were safe. And we we talk a big game about immersion, and we talk a big game about like you know like oh it has to be as immer- it should be as immersive as possible, but at mm-hmm. no point should you ever pick immersion over safety as, sure. as yeah as cool as it would be to tunnel your way to <laughs> to freedom mm-hmm. uh that's that's like realistically in an entertainment world that just can't really happen if it means even the slightest possibility that it could go wrong yeah well it- i mean can't you have tunnels anywhere don't they have tunnels like in children's indoor play parks yeah well, but i mean they're like safe like they make sure that nothing's gonna fall on you. There, yes, it's yes, not like no. built by someone using two by four wood and whatnot, right? Whereas the, the no, totally. escape rooms that we've done in the beginning, we can even see exposed like nails and whatnot because people <laughs> are putting it together themselves with yeah. no like building background or construction background. No, very true. So mm-hmm. I think it's still okay to have tunnels. I don't no, for sure. Like, suddenly remove tunnels. No, but, no, tunnels but are it cool. has to be safe. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> and I think some people are thinking to themselves, "Oh, that means that you know the fire alarm is now going to be in full view of everybody." 
and within a room. And I don't know. I don't think that has to be the case either because there are mm -hmm. many there. Are, for example, there are, the haunted house industry has been around for a long time. Yeah, for decades. And they they would probably know quite well how to make a an establishment fire safe because yes. this is something they've been doing for years and still make it look amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. And like they have the same concepts, right? They're they're meant to scare you and you're meant to be frightened throughout the space, but and they do the immersion very well for most of them. But they're safe because, for instance, if something bad happens, uh, as far as I've seen the bigger um, the bigger haunted houses that I've gone to, the lights will come on and there's emergency strips throughout the space where when the lights are off and you're playing the rooms, you don't see that. But as soon as something goes wrong or they think something's wrong or a fire alarm goes off in the building or whatnot, then it, immersion goes away and you see the real life world and you are led to safety as you should be. They probably have it easier, though, with everything in the dark. <laughs> That's you true. That yeah. is true. Mm -hmm. And as much as we make fun of the worst escape room we ever did, like, thinking about, just thinking back on the insane safety hazards, we, we were locked oh, into absolutely. that room. Oh, we I were know. locked so in through just... a chain in that no, room. No, I know. <laughs> and then there was two doors. So you're saying, and as much as we like to make fun of the worst escape room, uh, yeah, I thought well, she was going somewhere like positive. No, we, we still we still do, but it is a, it was a quite serious thing when you think about it. So oh yeah, like, no, I know it was very dangerous. Yeah. I was scared. You know, there were glass shards to cut. Yes, you. glass shards, scalding water, and we were we locked had someone into that a actually bled in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, but there was also the two doors. So there yeah. was one locked door and another locked door. Yeah. So we were double locked. We in. were double yeah. locked. The other one wasn't even a door. It was just like this panel that he he wrapped a metal oh, yeah. chain around and then put a pat uh, like a lock on yeah. it, it yeah, crazy. yeah yeah I, I remember mike's thinking he's like so or he actually know, asked him it's like so if something goes wrong how are we getting out of here he's like i'll come down and get you it's like okay buddy yeah, okay. We're in the basement, yeah. right <laughs> and then, so there's yeah and it's one of those basements that you know, do doesn't have a proper window for anybody to crawl out of. Right. There was like no window. <laughs> most, well, no, I think there was one of those slit windows like you normally like find in Toronto really? basements and making yeah. it very unsafe for I everybody. I don't remember seeing a, a window at all. I remember a lot of gas pipes in yes. there. Yes. Yes. Or maybe oh. there wasn't a window. Maybe I'm just thinking of that to be a bit more positive towards this poor guy. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. I mean, we, we've done late. three episodes on this, so there's no way to be positive. Positive about this. So we have been in very unsafe situations. Absolutely. Yes. I remember this other case. We were stuck in a room with oh. that was it had a mag lock on it. Yeah. And usually these kind of rooms will have like an emergency release for mm -hmm. it. But we, for the life of us, we couldn't find it, and we actually needed to call for a hint because we were stuck. There was a music puzzle, and the thing is, they weren't replying to the walkie either. Yeah. So we were like, sitting there. I think three to five minutes. Yeah, they five minutes just on the walkie. Us. Keep calling them. I'm like, if this were like an emergency situation, we may be dead. No, I would have just kicked down the door or the wall. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, not it, everybody has a ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. to kick down doors <laughs> i'd hit it and hurt my shoulder and cry and then well, i'd die it felt like a flimsy door like if i tried hard uh, okay. to kick it i'm sure i would have been able to open it and i'm sure mike could could have kicked it down for sure i probably could have kicked it but yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> 
it's unfortunate, but yeah, just in between all the rooms that we've done, we have mm-hmm. come across that stuff. So yeah, and I mean, I remember um, someone told us that they did rooms in China where things just felt completely unsafe. Like ceilings were coming were really cool because it was moving downwards, but it didn't look like there was a safety stop. So if you really didn't get out of the room, would you have been crushed? I don't know. <laughs> Depends if it's maybe it's just well decorated cardboard then that'd be kind of cool because then it would just touch you and then Mm. just break then everybody would have gone oh yeah and again our source would be my brother-in-law he and he's not the most uh, reliable (laughs) sources so (laughs) (laughs) but he did say the ceiling was coming down so (laughs) yeah his eyes aren't good either (laughs) i wonder if this will have an effect on people who ask whether or not you should have one game master per room or have a game master look after two rooms. Because an yeah, attentive game master question. would hopefully help in situations. Well, based on David Spira's article, it does say that the the game master tried to help them, but then he got severely injured. Yes, that's why Like maybe yes. you should have two. Mm-hmm. Like you should know like maybe there should always be two people on shift um oh definitely you know i wouldn't want to leave just one person to deal with customers Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly what if you have to go to the washroom that's just you know (laughs) it makes sense yeah for sure but i think i know yeah sorry go ahead (laughs) i know that there's uh there was a there was an owner who posted in the escape room enthusiast group about i think one of the Ah, uh, results of this is that you know the the Polish owners are are all kind of everybody's talking about Pol- everyone's kind of throwing out like well our country's not like that oh well our country's not like that right. and and I I saw a Polish owner post asking like for examples of other injuries that have happened in escape rooms <laughs> almost almost to gather like evidence that like no yeah no 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 it's not just poland like this happens everywhere and it's true it could happen anywhere right. as no, good absolutely. as our fire codes are there's going to be people who are breaking them yeah and it's that's like a really sad fact but it's mm-hmm. true and it's just like any kind of industry any kind of business uh, mm-hmm. like especially when you're uh, they mentioned that what was it like a thousand different escape rooms and then they had this mass uh all these firefighters suddenly checking all these businesses and mm-hmm. only 13 rooms are being closed. I mean, that that sounds like, you know, they're kind of applying some broad spectrum uh, kind of... Uh, Someone's getting a call. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> no, how did you know that? I yeah. could hear it. We could hear the vibrating. <laughs> the vibrating. Oh, I can't hear from where I am. Um, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it could happen to really any business, um, especially like these kind of gas leaks or something. Cause really every kind of business should be checked for everything. You think mm-hmm. about restaurants, like, oh yes, they have tons of like gas and electricity mm-hmm. running through that. Like yeah. those are hazards as well. But, um, I just feel like not just in Poland, but the escape room industry is, is now going to be judged a little bit more harshly for a while. And I think oh, yeah. all the countries, because it's become such big international news, all facilities in all countries, especially new ones that are trying to open or like get permits for buildings, they, the owners are going to have a little bit of a harder time. And for all of the people like 
audience that has never played an escape room that previously gave themselves excuses like you know it, it's not my thing or whatnot now it's just going to give them a bigger excuse to not want to try which is really sad it's true because it was really hard at the beginning mm-hmm. for a lot of new escape room owners in a new city to open up an escape room yes, yes. because they didn't know what it is yep and they didn't but know now, how to categorize them or how, like what rules to apply to these facilities right but now they know them as fire death traps <laughs> and it's going to yes. be even more difficult for yeah. for cities that don't have an escape room and somebody wants to open one right for sure because yeah it, i could not convince my my one friend at all after she heard this news like if she didn't want to do it before she definitely doesn't want to do it now yep. and mm. it's like and then the news outlets aren't helping because no. they're media right they yes. want to sensationalize things more so they always describe they always have an, a description of what an escape room is and every <laughs> single description says an escape room is a game where you are locked into a room and you have to solve puzzles to get and out there's a rabid dog in there yes yeah. <laughs> and and uh you know, David Spira actually gave an interview live yeah. on a news outlet in Europe, mm-hmm. and he actually had a, a good description of an escape room, mm-hmm. which was that it's it's a game in which you have an op- or a goal to fulfill, and you solve puzzles in order to achieve that goal. And yeah. another thing about that interview is he he answered r- really well; like it was a really good interview. But you could tell that the interview interviewer was really trying to fish for him to say that escape rooms are not safe, right? Mm, yeah. But uh, David, of course, he, he answered truthfully. I mean, escape rooms are safe. Yeah. It just, uh, it really comes down to uh, how they've been looked at. Yeah. I mean, like, if and, you think about it, you go to an amusement park, you ride on a roller coaster, you're like hundreds of feet up in the air and they drop you down. People feel safe with that. That's true. Right? That's very true. Do you feel <laughs> safe, Manda? Oh gosh, no. No. But I'd rather, so no, I would safe. I would much rather sit in a room with a logic puzzle uh than you know, forcefully put myself hundreds of feet in the air and be hurled down at however many miles per hour towards the ground. Like yeah. I that doesn't sound fun to me. But that's we just should, me. We should in the future, ask all your owner contacts, Mike. You have a lot of owner contacts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just to see if the industry has changed in regards to all that administrative mm. aspects. And has it is it harder or do you think it'll blow over? Who well, knows? Well, I think right now what they're experiencing, just like Manpans read from the from the article, is that they are getting a lot of calls about, um, you know, is this safe? What kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, I had these kind of concerns and then, you know, they have to answer those kind of things right now. But um, especially here, I don't think it's going to be as big of a concern. Again, they've gone through those kind of loops two and a half, two years ago. So, yeah, I can't see the long term effects of that. But uh, I'm sh- yeah, I think most owners in North America. Sorry, Errol. I'll look at I think most owners in North America have adequate answers for their customers, so it, it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Uh, I'm shocked I don't see more owners on the news talking about escape rooms because of this, right? So we yeah. have found like two. Mm-hmm. I saw one in Ottawa and I saw one in Windsor. Yeah. And the owners, I don't know if the 
news agency got a hold of them first or if they took the first step and got a hold of them hey this happened do you want to talk about it because this would be a great way to like you know allay anybody's fears that escape rooms are super dangerous because it's only in their benefit to defend escape rooms at this point in time For sure mm-hmm. they should still you know step up and speak about it and like talk about the rigorous types of um inspections they've had to go through just like that when they explain it to us when we go and play their rooms and explain you know it is it is supposed to be safe it's built to be safe because they have passed all of these regulations these rules these fire safety inspections and whatnot before the room is allowed to be open i mean we've heard stories where some owners they had to close shop before they could even open because they didn't have enough money to sustain the processes of all of these inspections and testing right so it they sh- I feel like the owner should come and speak speak for the industry so that it helps, you know, brings shed some light, shed some inside scoop about like what really happens before they open. It will be much harder for the mom and pop stores now. Yes. yes. I mean, it's already hard, but now it's even harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was funny. Someone at my work was saying their friend wanted to open up an escape room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did everything in my power to tell her to tell her friend, don't. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, not so much don't, but the way the, she was explaining her friend uh, in a way that it didn't sound like she was thinking about it and just wanted Is to do it. Is it kind of like the we should start a band kind of talk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. We know A, D, and G, so we can start a band and yeah. write songs. Yeah. yeah. As a small business owner, like, okay, so our. Our company does software and I always get this talk from one of my friends is like, oh yeah, I have this app idea. I'm going to make this app. And it's it's always (laughs) nice. But the thing is, uh, for example, for our software, we have to go through rigorous certification because we deal with health records. So uh, to do that, we need to maintain specific kind of certifications. And uh, Amanda and Errol and Ruby all know that I complain about the certification audits I, I have to go through all the time. And really, as a business owner, uh, when you have a passion for this kind of thing, you only think about, hey, I'm going to go do this thing, this software, this app, this, this building part that I love doing. Room, <laughs> the part that I love doing. And then you don't realize that you had to go through all these hoops and things uh, before you can actually run a legitimate business. Yeah. All the stuff that you don't know how to do or you don't like to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, as Errol's saying, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably better to drop that hammer on you before you go in thinking that uh, you're just going to be puzzle designing mm-hmm. uh, uh, doing this but uh yeah i mean the people who have made it the people who have been there obviously they've proven that they can do this kind of business so yep. yeah safe. or like they have the resources too. like they yeah. they hire people to do the parts that they don't know right they have a great team or they they bought into a franchise that gave them all the resources and the know-hows of the business of what it is that they had to do in order to get it off the ground mm-hmm. so yeah I mean, I remember at my workplace, we, re- we recently did a fundraising event because we, we like to fundraise all the time. And the operations manager asked me for for recommendations for an escape. And I didn't know what she was doing, but she was actually trying to get an escape room gift certificate to raffle off as part of the silent auction. And when I gave her all the ones that are near our work facility, just hearing the names, she told me, Wow, I would never go to any of these things with names that like 
kind of insinuate <laughs> you're you're stuck somewhere or you're gonna get murdered and i'm like well those are just easy themes right like you know you're in a jail you're trapped somewhere you know you're stuck with a zombie like those those are just easy themes mm-hmm. to to build out because it's things that you see in movies and it matches with like having to get yourself out of the situation i'm like but they are completely safe i'm like usually the door that you go in it's not locked you can go out anytime they have safety uh, measures put in place there's emergency keys or or like lock releases if you really need to go out i'm like they, they asked you certain things like if you're you're claustrophobic they try to make sure you're okay in those rooms i'm like it's it's perfectly safe and she's like oh okay she's like i feel a lot better with you telling me that but i still don't feel like i'll ever do one so right. you know <laughs> and I, you know what i like i like the ones that tell you if you want to go to the bathroom you can even go ahead and do that because yeah. you do have some escape rooms that if you leave you're you done. Lose. Game over. Go home. <laughs> yep. No yep. refunds. Yep. We actually hit you on the head with a hammer after that because you are a loser. No, it's like, no, my bladder is small. Yeah. But and I just had great. all that popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, then no, then I get really thirsty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones that usually edit out. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, that's true. true. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. I'm very tame. Come on. You, you are admit, being I am very super tame. tame. Because yeah. this is a serious topic. Yeah. yeah this it's is a very serious. it's a very serious topic. So owners just don't don't lock your players in. Yeah. It comes down to that too, right? Like always mm-hmm. have an escape route. Always have that emergency key. I actually you know, I would even say not an emergency key. Just don't lock the door. Yeah. You know? Like, what if that emergency key falls or something? They yeah. drop it. They they lose it. They. I have a. Lo- I've heard that some people are worried about, but doesn't that remove from the immersion? And I've never once thought to myself, "Oh, the door is locked. I. I. This is even more of a high stress situation." It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. No, like it's kind of like asking, you know. Like, well, that astroturf isn't real. Does that mean that you don't think you're outside anymore? I'm like, well, deep down, I know I'm not actually outside. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, in a room mm-hmm. pretending to be outside. Yeah. So I can pretend that door is locked in my head. I have the power. I have an imagination. Exactly. It's okay. And even then, I don't actually really even think about it. Yeah. Uh, David, in his interview, actually also mentioned, you know, like, and escaping doesn't always have to be the goal. Right. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be... I know they're called escape rooms, but now things are more like goal oriented. Like you, you have to find something. You have to Solve find the Holy Grail the case, or, yeah. or defuse that bomb or something like mm-hmm. nothing that actually involves you rushing towards an exit and unlocking it. Yeah. Um, and, and players on the flip side of it, like don't be afraid to ask owners, uh, ask owners about these safety protocols if you go into a room and and an owner's really insistent that you have to be locked in because of immersion you know what's even worse you don't have your phone yeah (laughs) we heard the rant on the phone (laughs) 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 yeah you don't have your phone you don't have any yeah they don't have their phones and so how can you look up how to put out a fire if you don't have your phone okay well uh (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah so yeah like if if an owner's being really insistent, you have every right to ask for your money back and say no that I'm not doing the room if you're going to actually lock me in. Yeah. That's that's just not a thing that should happen. 
Well, lock you in with no emergency exit out of the space. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And if anytime you feel unsafe in a situation, then, you know, it, it's something to speak up to, right? Yeah, exactly. Unless you're just scaring yourself. Because, you know, there's scary rooms. Well, you know, like, <laughs> I do that all the time. I trip over myself all the time and, and you know, yeah. have to watch myself. But that's because I'm a klutz. Yeah, same. So. <laughs> <laughs> I trip on flat ground, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Errol's sitting there contemplating or reading or something. I can also hear Mike clicking. Yes. Oh, can you? Sorry. Me too. <laughs> that I can hear. This is great with no edits. Now everybody can hear what, what we happens? cut out. And then they're yeah. going to think to themselves, oh, they should have edited this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're not as interesting or cool without the magic of edits. Well, they might not be thinking that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really sad? I just put in room escape into Google. And the first uh-huh. thing that comes up is David Spira's article about like, um, safety oh. and, and how these five oh. girls, t- teenagers, were killed oh. in a fire. Well, did you put in escape? Article. Did you go into incognito mode? Let me go into Google. Let's see if I go into Google in incognito mode and put in escape room. What happens if I do that? Uh, What's the first thing that's oh, coming up? I do see top stories. Mm, oh, yeah. the top, all three top stories are, are yeah. is the tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, probably, it probably doesn't help that the escape room movie is out at no, the exact that, same time. That's yeah. A, yeah, very. Who was it? Uh, never mind. But. It's really horrible that it took something like this to to make everybody more aware of of the safety in escape rooms mm-hmm. and like it's it's absolutely horrible and I really feel for the families that you know have to deal with that now for sure. The man the man has been charged by the way. Okay. Yeah. He he was he was charged with oops, I lost the article here, but um he was basically charged with uh, purposefully, you know, having circumstances in which a fire could happen and then unintentionally causing people's deaths. Mm. So the last that was heard from him, like, I guess his lawyer said that he sent his condolences to the families, but he's he's uh, also denying any negligence or wrongdoing on his part. Huh. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, though. That's like one quote. I don't know if that's the whole quote, mm-hmm. but... But he might also be thinking that he wasn't doing anything different than anyone else. Right. It could have been It could have been anyone. Like I said, the escape room safety seminar I went to, you know, it had a... The, the examples the guy was using about unsafe practices had a guy, you know, who chases players with a chainsaw that was running oh, so wow. mm-hmm. like it's 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 a whole different world in some of the escape rooms right. and so well that does happen if you don't have a chain on it hmm? if you don't but, st- ha- but still like you know hmm? i mean i know you're not allowed to run but if you don't i have don't know a if chain- there was a chain on it or i'm not. pretty sure there wasn't a chain on it. i don't know <laughs> no no that, that's a little bit but like but even still like the sparks it might cause if it hit something that kind of thing is is i don't know i don't remember the whole seminar errol's giving me a look like i'm an idiot but uh 
no edits um yeah <laughs> anyway but it is it's like a it's it's a whole different ball game in some countries so yeah mm-hmm. to compare one with another is is not always useful but if you've never been in an escape room you don't know what's different from country to country i think only the enthusiasts really know yeah mm-hmm. this is why it's it also might have been a bit more safer if there was an actor in the room That's maybe true. well because they well, might be able to help and they they know the facility better they know how to get out. No. Unless, of course, they're like selfish and just run over children while they're trying to get out, if it happens to be that. But hopefully they're a bit more responsible. In a flight or flight situation. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Well, then that would also kind of uh, bring up the question is, uh, you know, do all employees need safety training? And mm-hmm. really how to deal with those kind of situations. But... I guess that's sort of a whole different topic. I mean, we're talking about like the the structural and how uh, things these... are built. Exactly. But I mean, it's mm-hmm. true though. Operating a business, you do you do have to have safety training. It's it's mandatory. You're supposed to mm-hmm. have like at least one first aid attendant, and it depends on how many yeah, people. Yeah, it depends in the where in the world. Like in Ontario, there's yeah, in Ontario. really strict rules on that stuff. Yeah. Yes, but and fire drills. All we do are fire drills at work. <laughs> Don't you do them once a year? Uh, okay, it just seems like a lot because I've been there for six years. <laughs> you so. Just, so you have to get six. up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, they, they give out like, you know, ice cream because it's always Afterwards, in the summer. Afterwards, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really nice of them. It's like they have to incentivize For people doing to, a fire yeah, drill. To practice saving your own lives in case something yeah. happens. But I've, I went to school. We're just used to doing yeah. fire drills. You know, yeah. that's just something you have to do. So it's yeah. kind of funny they had to incentivize it. They, didn't, they should have incentivized it with popcorn. I don't get it. Why did they need to incentivize people when you get to like leave work for a little bit? I don't know. You're still getting I'm not, paid. I, I shouldn't complain, though. You know, mm-hmm. it's all good. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Safety of escape rooms. Safety of escape rooms. So the the community was all of us. Yes. Yes. Very very much. We were talking up a storm about it. Yeah. Because it, you know, I don't even know who saw it first, but it was all over the news. It was. Well, it was. I remember first seeing it on Twitter. I first saw it in the Slack. Oh, okay. That's, I, I wasn't on Twitter or anything, so... Yeah. I, I do search... I mean, I follow, as I've mentioned before, I follow a lot of escape room news. I just do a search on escape room news. I think I first sometimes... saw it when a coworker sent it to me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they're like, so did you hear a... about this? Do you know? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, what is this? What are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Daft. So I'm like, what happened? And then I message Mike. What's going on? Did Mike know? Yeah, I knew. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm always looking at news and stuff. So, uh, when I came across, I'm like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Especially during no. the time of this movie and mm, all this other stuff. True. Because even when the movie was out and people were talking about, oh, have you seen the Escape Room movie? Yeah, it looked really scary. I don't think I want to do Escape Rooms. I'm like, this this it's did not, not make it any better. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, every Escape Room movie is scary. True. I mean, this is not the first one, no. so it's kind of sad that that all the other past escape room movies always still tend to be sawish like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, at the same time, I don't know what else you'd do in an escape room. 
Yeah, like like a, a temple, maybe I don't know. But like for a no, movie but I mean, to like, like have that much impact or value or like to capture the audience, it it's just a very easy way out, right? To, very to do true. Like yeah. this well, scary horror genre. I'm certainly not going to do an office escape room in a, <laughs> a movie. That's for sure. Unless it was a comedy. Unless it was a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So we were going to keep this short. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I right, right. What are we at now? Short. I think we've been talking for about half minutes. an hour now. Oh, yeah. So 40 yeah. minutes I have on my recording. Well, uh, we were going to cut out the beginning part too, which is like another two. So, so are you going to talk us out, man, Pans? Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other podcasts just like this one. You can also email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Click the like button. And if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag R-E-Divas. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.